Welcome to the Addison Free Will Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. Here you can find sermons from our Sunday and Wednesday night services. You can find more information about the ministry of Addison FWB Church on our website, addisonfwbchurch.org. Join us today as we hear from Jamie Fortner preaching, Oh, What a Savior, from Isaiah chapter 53, verses 1 through 12. Isaiah chapter 53, if you want to stand for just a minute, let's read a few verses. I think this kind of went with some of the songs that was sung tonight, and this is what God has laid on my heart. I will know my Savior by the marks where the nails have been. Chapter 3, verse 1 said, Who had believed a report? To whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? He shall grow up before him as a tender plant, as a root out of dry ground. He hath no form or comeliness. When we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected of men, man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. We hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he hath borne our griefs, he has carried our sorrows, Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. With his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray, but we are turned every one to his own way. And the Lord hath laid upon him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and he was afflicted. Yet he opened not his mouth. He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter, as a sheep before the shears is dumb. So he opened not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment. Who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off of the land of the living. For the transgression of my people he was stricken. He made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death violence. Because he had done no violence, Neither was there any deceit in his mouth. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He hath put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed. He shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of his Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see the travail of his soul, and shall be satisfied by his knowledge shall... My righteous servant justify many. He shall bear their iniquities. Therefore, I will divide him a portion with the great, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he hath poured out his soul unto death. He was numbered with the transgressors, and he bare the sin of many, and made the intercession for the transgressors. Father, we love you. We praise you, Lord. We realize today, Father, without you forever we would be lost. I pray for a little while tonight, God, open our hearts and our minds as we look in the perfect law of liberty. We'll give you all glory and honor and praise. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray, and amen. You may be seated tonight. I know that a lot of scripture to read while you're standing, and I apologize for standing that long, but I felt like tonight that I needed to read all of this because it's all one big story about the Savior that that you and I have today or that we worship that actually we are named after. 
You say, preacher, I, I, my, I was named after my father. I was too. I was named after my, I'm called a Christian today is what I'm speaking about tonight. And if I could preach on this thought for just a little while tonight, I would like to preach on, oh, what a Savior. And I realize today there's a lot of things that in this verse today that goes way beyond what the words actually say as we just gently or casually read along that. It's not a passage of Scripture that you can just read and just, uh, again, just move on to something else. When you begin to read all that Jesus Christ went through, amen, listen, as an innocent man for the guilty, Brother Stanley, it's astonishing in my mind. My mind actually cannot fathom the price that he was willing to pay for someone like me. When I begin to think about mankind and how, how that God placed Adam there in the garden, amen, listen, and when God came to Adam, he said, Adam, what did you do? Adam said, "You went, it's not my fault. Amen, he said, it's your fault, the woman that you gave me. And he came to the woman. He said, well, Eve, what did you do? Well, it's not my fault. It's that serpent that you created today. We live in a world today where everybody wants to blame. Amen. Somebody else for their trouble. Somebody else for the situation they're in. Nobody wants to own up. Brother Earl, for where they're at. Amen. Listen, people, I realize today people get liver disease over a lot of different different things, diabetes, and uh, uh, like me, like to eat way too much, amen, but someone that's dying, amen, with AIDS or uh, with liver disease because they've drank too much alcohol, amen, has no right to look up at God and say, why did you do this, amen, but Jesus had every right, amen, to look at God the Father and say, why am I going through this, why am I being rejected, why am I being spit on? Why am I being beaten this way? Amen. No other man, Brother Earl, was worthy. In the book of John, John, amen, made the statement. He said, the heavens were searched, the earth was searched, and no one was found worthy to open the seals. Amen. But the angel said, John, weep not, for behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, he has prevailed, and he is worthy. How did he prevail? Earl is when he went into the garden and he prayed Father not my will but thy will be done the scripture tells us he poured out his soul even unto death and you can't get church people committed to anything anymore I'm talking I know there's some faithful folks here tonight amen but I remember a time in my life that when people Amen. Dropped everything they were doing when revival was coming. Amen. I remember a time, not when just at their church, when the church next door, or the church right down the street or right up the road, amen, they would come together in one mind and one accord. Amen. Listen, why? Because everybody's children needed saved. Somebody's husband needed saved. Do you realize today that if we would do that as the army of God, come together, brother, 
in the name of Jesus and Jesus alone and lift up the bloodstained banner, we'd see the altars lined. It's not that God's hand is not short that he can't save. It's not that God's ear is deaf that he cannot hear today. Amen. But sin has separated amen, man from God. Amen. And they have no desire to seek him today. Oh, what a Savior. Who have you told about Jesus this week? Amen. I'm not talking about your people that you go to church with or people that go to another church that you know are Christians. I'm talking about them that are lost. Amen. Have you got sincere with them this week? Have you told them today? Amen. Listen, if this was your last day, did you ask them if this was your last day? Do you realize where your next breath would be if you died right now? You say, preacher, I don't want to make them mad. You'd rather see them die and go to hell than you would to be mad or offended I'm telling you the Bible said blessed are they that shall be offended for the gospel's sake you see but that's what broke my heart was the gospel that's what broke your heart was the gospel Amen. When the old time preacher preached about what Jesus went through, how he paid for the price for our sins. Oh, what a savior today. I can't tell you about you. Amen. Listen, I can only tell you he's the best thing. I mean the absolute, without a doubt, the best thing it'll be that's ever happened in my life. He's the only thing that keeps me going today. Hey, listen, don't get me wrong. I love my wife. I love my children. I love my granddaughter. I love my children church family. But what keeps me going in life without giving up is Jesus. Amen. I've got too much to gain to lose now. Amen. The old song says I've come too far to look back. I've got too many miles behind me. Brother, I'm heaven bound today because of my Savior. He was bruised for our iniquities. Then it went on down and said, The Lord hath laid upon him the iniquity of us all. And it went on down just a little bit and said, The Lord, yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. Oh, listen today. Amen. When our, listen, when our children were sick, I remember when, when Rebecca was little, she fell off my sister's porch. She probably was three. I went to pick her up. My sister had kept her while Ron and I worked. And, she only fell about that far and she landed on a gravel and it just put a, a cut right here, a deep cut in her forehead right there. I took her to Logan General Hospital and they thought that they needed stitches so I had to hold her head. Amen, Sister Deb, they wrapped her in a blanket and I had to hold her head while they stitched it up. And she was crying out, oh, Daddy, please, please help me. Deb, I'd like to rip my heart out. I can't imagine what, amen, God the Father was going through. And Jesus lifted up his eyes from the cross and said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? If I wanted to help my child when she was hurting, you thank God the Father didn't want to help him. The why he didn't help him is me and you. He loved me and you enough to watch him suffer and bleed and die and give it all. That we might have it all. You see, we don't have anything without him. We're wretched, poor, blind, miserable. Ain't that what the scripture says? We're nothing. We're just clay. Amen. Dust thou art, dust thou shalt return. 
Oh, but listen, because he lives, Earl, I can face tomorrow. Amen. Because he lives, amen, I can sing a song. Because he lives, I can testify of his goodness. Because he lives, I can preach a sermon, amen, through his power and tell of his goodness. But without him, amen, let's just close the door and go home. Oh, what a Savior. I remember... I used to be a pretty good salesman back in the day, Earl. I had a, my best friend in school. It was three of us that went together from first grade all the way through high school. We were in the same classes. But James Browning, one of the two, lived right beside me. We were close. He come into the place that I worked one day and he had an old bow and he wanted to just get a string put on it. Amen. You know what? I left him. When he left that day, I had sold him $1,100 worth of archery equipment. How did you do that? I demonstrated and talked about how good it was and what it would do over what he had. Can I tell you, we've got the best out there? I mean, the selling points are, Right? By his stripes, we're healed, right? Amen. He has paid my sin debt, right? Amen. Because he lives, I will live also. Amen. Because he got a new body when I, when I, one of these days, I'm going to get a new body. Amen. Because he died, I don't have to go to hell. I mean, there's a lot of wonder. The retirement plan, right? It's out of this world. There's a lot of benefits in serving Jesus, let alone that he walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me that I am his own. What about you? What's he done for you? We all say a lot, but do we tell the world that? Amen. Listen, it's not about church. It's about salvation. Salvation is what makes you part of the church. And until people get salvation, they'll never be part of the church, whether it be Addison or whether it be anywhere else. Amen. The general assembly of the firstborn, you must be born again unless they've had an experience. I don't care how many times they're baptized. I don't care how many prayers. Amen. They just recite it for somebody. They must be born again. And they've got to know that. And it's my job and your job to make sure that they do. My greatest fear is not dying and going to hell because Jesus is taking care of that. My greatest fear is on the judgment day is somebody pointing at me and saying, you didn't tell me. You didn't warn me. Oh, do you imagine the shame? Do you imagine the heartache that, that would be, Earl? One of my friends, one of my neighbors, one of my co-workers, or a stranger on the street. Somebody said, man, you, you don't meet a stranger. You know why? Because God has touched my life. I can tell of his goodness. Before God called me to preach, I was backward. I'll be honest with you. I wouldn't speak to a lot of people. I might look at them as they go by and I smile, might grin a little bit. Most of the time I'd turn my head. 
I was that shy when I was young. But God changed my life. And I want the world to know what it did for me. He can do the same for them. Amen. And it'll cost them the same thing it cost me. Myself. The old song says, All to Jesus I surrender. All to Him I freely give. I will ever, ever trust Him and for Him daily live. That's been my prayer. The song they sang there a while ago about just being that willing vessel. You see, Christ was a willing vessel from God the Father to do what no man could do. I want to be a willing vessel for Him and for God the Father that all might know who He is. This morning I actually preached out of Isaiah chapter 61. Let me read you just a couple of verses of that and what how he ended up and why, why all of this t- took place. Uh, in Isaiah 61, he said, uh, to appoint unto them the morning Zion, to give unto them beauty, them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called the trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that, catch this, it's a two-letter word, he might be Glorified. That's my why. That God might be glorified. The Lord might be exalted. Here's what I know. When Jesus came to this earth, He spent 33 and a half years and said, you need that man up there. He ascended to the right hand of the Father. The Holy Spirit came back and He stands back here on this earth and He's pointing people and saying, you need that man right beside that man up there. And when He has received all glory and honor and power and praise and He's been crowned King of kings and Lord of lords, Rick and I talked about this and we cannot wrap our heads around it. When he's put all the enemies under his feet, he's going to go before the throne of God the Father, take that crown from his head and lay it back at the feet of God the Father that that God might be all in all. I can't wrap my head around it, LB. I can't. But it's going to happen. Sooner than we think. If he doesn't come after us all, soon he's coming for me. James said, our life is a vapor that appeared for a short season then vanisheth away. Job said, yea, man dieth and yea, giveth up the ghost and where is he? You see, I know where I'll be. I know by your testimony where you will be. Amen? What about them that don't have a testimony? What about them good people out there? I I realize all the world ain't bad. There's some really wonderful people out there that live good lives. What are we doing to reach them? You see, it's our job. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. 
but I go away. And ye shall be the light of the world, a city that's set upon a hill. The city that's set upon a hill. Here's what I know. Amen. The darker it is, the farther away you can see that city. Listen, the church ought to be taking notice of our lives as dark as what this world is if our lights are shining like they're supposed to be. Oh, what a Savior. Who don't you want to go to heaven? Is there anybody? I mean, I've run into some scoundrels. I want I, I, Brother Earl, I haven't met anybody. I haven't met anybody. You know what? God was not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. That ought to be our desire too. Amen. Ought to be our desire too. You say, preacher, I, I'm just busy. You know what the problem is? We're too busy in this life. Do I need to say it again? We are, we are too busy with the wrong things. Amen. I'll be honest with you. I've been contemplating selling my farm. Because all I do is come home from work and work on that place. It's hard for me to get anything else done. Right? I mean, I, I, I have to honestly let things go to come to church. And you know, the devil's saying, you know, well, you, you, could, you could bail that hay on Sunday. You could cut that hay today. You know what? Today's the Lord's day. I want to reverence Him. That's my desire. You have your convictions. I have mine. Amen? I'm not saying I haven't. Bailed hay on Sunday. I'm just saying I do my best not to get in that situation where I have to. I've got an answer for the calling on my life. You have to answer. You say, preacher, God ain't called me into the ministry. Yes, he has. All of us ain't called to be preachers. All of us ain't called to be singers. All of us ain't called to be deacons. All of us ain't called to be teachers. But we're all called to be ministers. Oh, that word minister doesn't mean preacher. It means servant. Servant. They sung that song, Lord, I'm willing to be just a servant for thee. Remember the old song? Jesus, use me. And, oh, Lord, don't refuse me. Though the cost be great, I'll work for you. You've never heard that old song, Dad? Look it up sometime. I hated that song when I was growing up. Our song leader would go, Jesus, use me. And I'm like, oh, God, <laughs> not again. But when I got to hear that song sung right, and I began to listen at the words of it, Though the cost be great. What does it cost to live for the Lord? It'll cost you the world. That's what it costs. It'll cost you all of it. What would it profit if in the next five years I made a million dollars and died lost and went to hell because I put business first? What if I put the farm first? What would it profit, Earl? I lost my soul because naked I came into this world and naked I'm going out. I'm not taking anything with me. 
I know somebody took a U-Haul one day and put, a, uh, put it behind a hearse just for a picture. Driving by a cemetery. I know people have been buried with their motorcycles and been buried in their Cadillacs and whatever kind of car. You know what? That thing rotted in the ground. It's no benefit to nobody. But I want to leave a legacy not of being rich, but being rich in Christ. I want my children, I want my granddaughter and hopefully more grandchildren on down the road. We got to see my little great niece this afternoon and she, Hannah got to hold her. She said, I want one. I said, not for two years, you don't. <laughs> not till you get that little band on here, you don't. <laughs> I want them to know who I know. To praise who I praise. To worship who I worship. To surrender it all to Him because He is worthy and He's due all praise. When you read this passage of Scripture, it ought to break your heart. All the suffering that He went through. They've done studies about the crucifixion of Christ and they medically have said that there's no way he should have made it to the cross. No way. With all that he went through before he was crucified. No way. No way he should have lasted on the cross for six hours. But you know why? Let me tell you why. He was crucified when the morning sacrifice was offered, third hour of the day. He, he died. He gave up the ghost at the Ninth hour of the day, that being the evening sacrifice. You see, he's not just my daytime sacrifice, he's my nighttime sacrifice. He's a 24-hour Savior. I don't care where you are. If you're here today and you don't know Jesus, call on him with a sincere heart and he'll hear for you. If you're here today and you have moved, you've, you've drifted away from where you once were with God, be like David, Lord, restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. You see, because God knows where you're standing, whether you do or not. And he made the statement. He said, I would do with your hot and your cold, but if you're lukewarm, I'll spew you out of my mouth. You see, preacher, I, I, I've been saved. i just afraid somebody will talk. Let me tell you something. There ain't a person in here that's going to talk about you if you come to the altar to pray for any reason. And if they do, shame on them, not you. They ought to be here praying beside you. Come on, somebody get a song tonight. If you're here and you need to pray, this altar is open today. Your church family will gather around you and lift you up before Jesus. If you don't know him, let me recommend my best friend. The old song said he's the dearest friend I ever had. You've been listening to the Addison Free Will Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. You can find more information and explore our outreach ministries on our website at addisonfwbchurch.org. Thank you for listening.